I was not planning on sharing anything today until the Lord said otherwise. And I was even going to only share about the blessing that happened to us recently over the last few weeks. But he said, no, share the whole story. So I'm going to be obedient in that. So as you know, my dad, um, when we first started coming here back in May of last year, he came in with a neck brace because he had stage four blood cancer, leukemia, prostate cancer, and a large tumor growing on his neck. Um, they came earlier in the month of May, and in that night, they didn't know anything going on with it, but God healed him of cancer. He prayed over him, and he was healed. And he received that from that moment. And the natural, obviously, the enemy still tried to continue to attack him over and over again, but we rested on God's faithfulness that he was healed. And then my parents kept telling me, you have to come, you have to come. I was so filled with anxiety over the thought of losing my dad. He's my best friend, and I didn't, the thought of just like him dying was terrifying to me, but I was like, okay. I gave in, and I was like, okay, I'll come. May 20th, that was, I came here, and as soon as I walked in, it was the presence of God hit me like I've never felt, well, I can say that I felt that as a child, and I haven't felt it since then in entering the sanctuary. And worship started that night. And over, I was shaken with like just trembling of the presence of God. And over here, there was three massive angels all the way to the ceiling over there and three on this side. And behind Courtney, there was a giant angel behind her with blonde hair who's Gabriel, his name is. And he kept going like this to my eyes. And finally, I gave into it. I closed my eyes. And see, they gave my dad a seven-year life sentence to live that he would... That's how long until the cancer took him out. And in the vision that he showed me, it was my daughter, Peyton, who comes with me. She was seven at the time when she was, when we were coming here about last year. And um, it was this beautiful path that we like to walk by Gervasi out in Canton. And I saw my dad and I saw Peyton playing ahead of us and running and skipping. And the only reason I knew something was different about this, that, is because Peyton's limbs were longer. Her arms, her legs were longer. And the spirit told me she was 14. That seven years past the deadline that my dad was given, and he was healed, and he was whole. And in that, I rested, and even with the negatives coming in from doctors constantly, of just like, it's getting worse, it's getting worse, like these different things. But then it just snapped, and, it, and from and my dad woke up every single morning at 3 o'clock in the morning, and God told him, you're healed, you're healed, and he rested in that. And the, the, the treatment that my, they gave my dad, they gave him, um, they said it normally takes about two years to fulfill but it, he's making rapid progress, and they can't find a trace of cancer in his blood. And they said that it's been eight months, and they, 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 it's just amazing what he's done. So in that season, we were just so grateful and thankful for what the Lord is doing. And in that service, too, huge part of my testimony, too, of what the Lord did, is I went up for prayer that night, and I became, and I just surrendered to the Lord for the first time in my life for so long, and rededicated my life to Jesus. And ever since then, it motivated me to just like pursue my walk with the Lord and just like, and know what true faith is and who God is. And in that I surrendered to the Lord. And as doing that, I remember saying to the Lord in all my prayers, Lord, I'm willing and I'm obedient to use me however you see fit. I pray that all the time during that whole season. And then January 6th came, it was a Friday night here and our daughter Peyton came, it was the first time I came with us too. And cause he's normally home with the girls. Um, but Peyton went up because she was having nightmares and she wanted to get prayed over. She loves getting prayed over. It's like her favorite thing to do coming here. Uh, so she went up. And, yeah. 
So I came up with her, and then Mike came up so we could stand in agreement with her. And that night, you had finished praying for her, and then you stood back and you asked if you could pray for us. And we're like, yeah, absolutely. And then you said, um, you asked if we'd ever been in ministry before. And what you didn't had you didn't know at that time is that we had just planted a church a year ago, and the doors opened, and the Lord said to go. And we waited longer than we should have in that season, but He was really gracious to us and so full of mercy that He still provided and protect our hearts in that season. Um, but we did like plant a church at that time, and we were like, "Oh, Elise answered you and said, yeah, we just got finished planting a church not that long ago.'" Um, but it didn't work out, and now we're at a church that we love and everything, and then you said, well, the Holy Spirit is telling us that you're telling me that the season of ministry is not over, and there's people waiting for you for this next chapter of your life, and get your marriage in unity, and just be ready. So we're like, okay, like we thought, maybe that's like volunteering in the church again or whatever. And we went back to our seat, and normally Gina, who's here, she had tapped us on the shoulder, and she was like, guys, I just have to ask you, a truck just keeps coming to mind. What is, like, are you guys believing for a truck? Like, is this something that you are, like, with, like believing God for? Just keep trucking? Like, just kept saying all these things in the truck. And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't think so, or anything like that. And he, and we're like, and Mike had said, maybe, like, a moving truck? That would make no sense. We didn't have any intentions of that. Well, then Sunday came around, and I was sitting at church with my youngest in the nursery, just me and another mom in there, listening to the service, and our pastor had gone up and prayed, or had come up and made an announcement that he was planning a church in another state. They didn't announce where it was or anything like that, but I've heard the audible voice of the Lord tell us, go, and or me go in that moment, and I was taken back by it, because in the season with my dad, I have placed myself in the prison of Paul in Philippians, and he's like, I've learned to be content in whatever state I'm in, whatever season I'm in, and I love my life here, and I love what God is doing here, but I know that he's calling me somewhere else, so I had told Mike about it, and we prayed about it for quite some time, and God just kept continuing to show up, and show up, and show up, and answer, and that that's what we're supposed to do, and then later we did learn that um, it was Florida that we're moving to, to plant this church. But his faithfulness was so good through all of it and all of those answers. And just like the blessing uh, that I was going to share originally, which got to go backwards from all of it, is the testimony of the giving that came in that night that Chris took that offering from us. And it covered our entire trip, like from the rental of the car, from the Airbnb, from the flight, everything. And it just reminded me of Matthew 6 when he talks about how much greater he cares about you than the birds of the sky or the flowers of the field and how much that he'll bless the season that you're in and prosper you in the season. And just in this last few months of us trying to figure it all out, like, how's this going to work? How's this going to work? It's just like we've realized that God's just sowing us step by step. Because if he gave it to us all at once, we would try to figure it out ourselves and try to manipulate it. So that's just where we're at right now in this season. And... We were sharing this with Gina, who goes to church with us also, just talking about this ministry in particular. Even though we are a small group, I really truly believe that we are being equipped for the last days. And all of us are being formed for something even bigger and just like intentional and just grouped for what God's going to use in this last days. Like even though we're not maxing out right now, how, like God's going to do something and we feel that so greater. Like us leaving the state completely because we've been equipped here and learning here and just reconnecting with we're so thankful. Um, yeah, just to go off.
things that we have been learning here through you guys, um, it is like we, we got born again again, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just when we come here, like she's saying, it's, it's not like a huge group of people, but it's like, it's almost like this is leadership training. Like we're all Christian leaders in our groups, right? Our circles, our workplace. Even our churches, maybe we're in small groups or the ministries we're in or whatever, but like this isn't uh, like coming on a Sunday. We're getting, like she said, equipped to go into those spheres and like stick to what the word says and then, you know, let the Holy Spirit work from there. But yeah, just this, this service has been a great blessing to us and um, yeah, we're just very thankful for you guys and your obedience with the way you guys listen to what the Spirit's saying and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's yeah. Okay.